Salutations, everybody. This is John Law coming to you today with episode 10 of the Dark Matter Myth podcast. This one here, Suffering Success. Thanks for tuning in. You know, sometimes I find myself deep in thought and one of the greatest realizations I've come to is that my eyes, your eyes, the eyes we see with, are perhaps our biggest obstacle we have to face as people. I find that the gift of sight is also the curse of jealousy, ineptitude, and unsatisfaction. You know, I think it, throughout my life, I've been fortunate enough to live a certain lifestyle. I've been fortunate enough to wear a certain type of clothing, but at times, you know, it wasn't enough. I would look toward someone else who might have had something a little bit better and formed a sense of aggravation towards what I didn't have and living with that type of mindset with that type of anxiety through what I'm witnessing from my eyes at times has caused me a sense of pain and inaccomplishment and things like that are difficult to live with And they're only difficult to live with because I'm just a mere person. You know, we are mere people. And the curse of eyesight is um, an obstacle for life. And essentially through my understanding, I realized that the gift of eyesight, its purpose is a challenge for each and every one of us to find a sense of blissfulness and a sense of purpose and a sense of contentment with life, no matter our situation, no matter the visual input we're receiving. And sometimes we have to look deeper than our visual input and rely on our sense of touch and our sense of loving sense of fulfillment because the eyes are there to trick you trick you into believing that what you have is not enough but in reality as long as you have food water shelter and love you'll be I you know this brings me back to story about a genie and perhaps this may be the story about Aladdin's lamp but essentially uh, someone would rub on a genie's lamp and the genie would come out and grant them three wishes and whatever they asked for is what they received and you know if you wish to be rich you were rich but in a gross disproportion to what you actually meant and 
eventually, everything that they wished for, they realized that they didn't want at all because their essential baseline for thinking was um, fundamentally just gross neglect. And eventually, their neglect would manifest in a way that was self-destructive you know looking at popular culture today we could uh take a take a look at our biggest superstars we could take a look at um r kelly perhaps one of the perhaps the greatest r&b singer alive you know certain things he he manifested in his life came back to bite him right we could think of Tupac, Tupac talked about death and dying all the time. And look where it got him. Right? We could we could take a look at um we could take a look at Donald Trump and how his his ego and his um acquisition for power and riches have ultimately backed him into a corner, right? We could take a look at all these things, all these young musicians coming up and in lieu of chasing power, riches, and women, they ultimately face death and prison time, right? We could we could do that. We could have that discussion. But I'm going to draw a picture for you right now. And I want you to sit back and listen to this. Billions and billions of years ago, there was nothing besides a great intelligence. And in one particular moment, this intelligence decided to roar. And when it roared, violence and creativity and love and everything there ever was, all potentiality flew out into space in all directions. And these vast segments of light would coalesce and they would form atoms. And these atoms would form matter. And this matter would form stars. And these stars would form galaxies. On one of these stars, nowhere special, gas started circulating around this one particular star for millions of years, billions of years, circling this one star on the tail end of this one galaxy, right? Circling, circling, and eventually, harmony, this matter would, would form and it would start to solidify. And for millions of years, this matter was hot, unlivable, unattainable for life, but it would continue to circle. It would continue to successfully rotate around its star for millions of years. 
millions of years go by, and all of a sudden, we have life, right? Real simple life, you know, life that may may be um, not complex enough to, to live on your fingernail, you know, but it was simple life. And we give that life some time, some energy, millions of years down the line that life would further complexify give that piece of life a couple more million years and it would further complexify and all of a sudden we have you know something that may be able to breathe oxygen right we give we give all these things man all these um divisions of life millions and millions of years so they complexify and then one day we got a motherfucking ape excuse me we have something that resembles like a like a monkey like a human right millions of years man now just for this one looking monkey motherfucker to get here it had to survive off of string of successes that spanned millions of years. Trial and error, trial and error. And it stood upon the successes of its forefathers just to get here. This one monkey looking motherfucker. This thing might have been like three feet tall, right? No Jordans, no underwear, no toilet paper, no socks. And this one looking this one monkey looking motherfucker was out there scratching and surviving, surviving for hundreds of thousands of years. This will continue until these monkey motherfuckers would complexify, build societies, small societies, small tribes with things they can learn and teach each other. Eventually, language would come into play hundreds and thousands of years later. Now, we're going to jump in here with something else, and there's been a lot of information I've been acquiring over the years that state that there were some people that come down from somewhere else and genetically alter these monkey motherfuckers. That may be true, that may be false, but... Some of that information is in um, that second book I, I published. So you might want to check some of that out. Scan some of those QR codes. But um, so finally, through billions of years and millions of years, hundreds of millions of years, on this one particular rock surrounding this one particular um, star that's nowhere special, eventually rises first man right the first like men the first motherfucker you could recognize is like oh that's that's a, that's a dude over there right now this dude you know he stems up out of out of the the wetlands of africa right it's humid and shit thousands of years this 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 man procreates build societies it travels up through Europe right 
gets into Europe. Some of them make a left and some of them continue right. And they continue into the, the mountains of uh, Afghanistan. And, you know, some of them veer south and settle into Asia. And some of them continue on into greater Asia, China, and, and places like that. Some of them split off from China and um, settle in some of the islands. And some of them eventually head up through what is now Russia, right? Now it's cold up there. It's cold. These motherfuckers ain't got AC. They don't have thermals on. They don't have north faces. They don't have Timberlands. They don't have none of that shit. But you know what they do? They continue forward, right? Cross this icy connection that would lead into North America and they cross it and they settle some of them settle where they are and, you know they become over time um, Eskimos and Inuits and things like that some of them continue east on that same plane and they would veer into um, northern Canada in Greenland and it would settle there, right? Almost coming all the way around because over time, those same natives in Greenland would meet with the um, people who settled in Europe, who traveled west. Focusing back on the North American continent, right? We would uh, see some of those people who didn't go as far east they would settle and go south some of them settled in north america and became native americans some of them headed south and they would become mexican some of them would would go even further south and they would become you know your guatemalans your peruvians your ecuadorians your argentinians you know and uh now we have this group of people here these group of people, man, they struggled for years. They built societies, they built cities successfully. They built the history, they built the language successfully. And eventually one day they would be introduced to Europeans who were traveling west into the continent, right? Wiped them all out, war, famine, poverty. And through that, their ancestors today successfully thrive, successfully live. Somewhere between it all, Africans were brought to this country and they were slaves. Four hundred years, they were at the bottom tier of our society, beat, whipped, raped, murdered, imprisoned, right? And while Europeans were directly responsible for bringing them here, a lot of Europeans were directly responsible for setting them free. Society would eventually progress forward. It'll be 
turbulent and it, it'll be violent. But eventually we would get to a place where we could all live in harmony, right? And I'd like to believe that this time in which we do live in great harmony is today. And I'll explain why. Never in the history of humanity has there ever been a time where we have achieved so much. Never has there been a time when information is so accessible. Never has there been a time when communication with one another, with anyone on the other side of the world, never has there been a time when we can achieve this in light speed. The human of 25 years ago couldn't reach out and touch a stranger to have access to a whole population around the world. That shit would have been deemed as wizardry. Look at, look at what we have today, right? Cell phones, smartphones, connectivity to the internet, access to food, access to transportation, access to cheap gas, access to vehicles, access to television. Could you imagine what George Washington might have said if he ever sat down and watched a fucking episode of Friends? He, he would have probably been like, no, we good. We all right. We, we don't need to do nothing. Let's watch this Friends right here. Now, I say that to say this. Neither one of us has laid down and ever paved a road that people walk on or drive on. The advancements in life that we take so casually and use without regard. So essentially, the life you live was etched out for you by a bunch of strangers who you never get to know. So every time, you know, we may see a road closed or our flight is delayed or, you know, we don't have the newest car or the newest version of that sneaker or the newest cell phone. If we take a step back and have a small shift in perspective, what's really going on is we're suffering the successes of the people who came before us. You know, some of us are torn between occupations, suffering the success of being competent people. Some of us are agitated and sleepy, suffering the success of being a single parent. Some of us are highly anxious, suffering the success of parenthood. 
Some of us are a step away from suicide, suffering the success of being business-minded people. Some of us are victims of violence after suffering the success of mastering an illusion. And some of us are targeted for suffering the success of being enlightened people. So if you're anxious, if you're lonely, if you're angry, if you're overwhelmed, right? Perhaps we should all take a step back and understand toward the areas in which we've been so successful at, in which we've been able to suffer success. So my greatest advice for anyone dealing with that type of success, wondering how to overcome it, you know, if your ego's in check, my advice to you is to take some time out, maybe 10 minutes, cry it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cry for your success. Cry toward how successful you've been. And cry towards how successful you'll become in the future. I say this because crying doesn't have to be a thing of negativity. It doesn't have to be a thing of shamefulness. It doesn't have to be a thing of grieving. Crying could breed success. Crying could be a product of achievement. Think towards all the times you have been inspired in your inspiration. You it up and even shed a couple tears, you know? Do that. Live in that moment. Live in that truth. Live towards that type of success. And though you may be misunderstood while enveloped in that success and living within that mind state, one thing that remains true and one thing I can promise to you is this. Due to your advancements, life will become much easier for the people coming up behind you. And what that does is give them the opportunity to grieve upon your success. The same way we grieve upon the successes of everybody who came before us. No, this is a good place to sign off. So uh, once again, this is John Law signing off with the Dark Matter Myth podcast. The Dark Matter Myth series is available on Google Books and Amazon Kindle. And the music, the purchasable EP is available on like all music platforms and Amazon and all this fly shit. Pick that up and get it. And uh, I just want to say thanks for listening today. Peace and much love.